The following program contains important but graphic material. These topics are designed to foster discussion, but may be objectionable to some. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This program is a training program on human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography based on actual cases. Our mission is to eradicate human exploitation and bring predators to justice. Now, here is the host of the program, Opal Singleton. Hello and welcome to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. This show is brought to you each week by Million Kids. That's right, it's one million kids are trafficked each year throughout the world. And we combat all kinds of human trafficking, labor trafficking, sex trafficking, sextortion, child pornography, social media exploitation. Now, we're not one million kids, we're just simply million kids and we'd invite you to follow us on Facebook. One of the most important things you can do if you want to stay educated about how predators access, groom, recruit and exploit young people is to follow million kids on Facebook. So we're going to get started today because we have a guest and I really think this could be really one of the most exciting shows that we have ever had. Her name is Donna Staples and she's online with us. Donna, you want to say hello? Good morning. How are you? Oh, I'm hanging right in there, ready to go. Anyway, uh, the name of your corporation is Tetrad Core. Is that right? You want to you want to spell that for us? Yes, it's Tetrad Core. It's T E T R A D Core C O R E. Okay, and uh, Donna, first of all, what is Tetracord? We were we are a group. It's a grassroots group that we pulled together. Um, from years ago, we all worked together in a joint effort with Chris Hansen when um, he was doing a Dateline to Catch a Predator show. And oh, a wow. Few of us wow, that's had, cool. Got, that's Chris yes. from, uh, from Dateline, and you worked with him? I did. Well, I, I signed on after I read what he had done in Riverside. They had mm-hmm. done a, a huge sting in Riverside, and it hit the... Um, Press Enterprise, and I read about it, and I thought, oh, my goodness, I want to be a part of that. So I joined with that group, and I worked my way up, and eventually we all just went all our own way, and Mm -hmm. uh, To Catch a Predator wasn't aired anymore. And so a few of us still kept in contact, and we were doing uh, undercover things like going through Facebook and finding um, people who uh, were violating their probation by having Facebook accounts, even though they were sex offenders. And mm-hmm. so we were doing cleanup Facebook where we would report them. So if we Interesting. Could- so, so let me stop you right there. First of all, for our audience here, because this is a global show, she is referring to Riverside, California, where we all live, at least. Uh, I believe Donna lives somewhere around here yes. also. <laughs> anyway, uh, beautiful Southern California. Anyway, this show goes out to more than 170 countries, so we want to make sure and clarify that. So... So you're just seeing this, you get yourself involved, and you realize one of the things you can do is help law enforcement determine if someone who has, if they're a sex offender, they're not allowed to have a Facebook page? Is that how that works? Yes. If Uh they're a sex offender, sometimes their probation prohibits them from having any type of electronical device. 
Now, or how having did you access to it. That? Not how just you not just Facebook. They can't uh-huh. have any type of um, social media. And how did you determine that that was their sentence? We would um, just report it. And Facebook has their own set of rules, so you can report it. And if they find them on, you know, in the United States, we have the Megan's Law. And if they were to a- able to pull up their sex offender registry mm-hmm. and determine it was them, they would close their accounts out. Okay, so how do you know their probation said they couldn't have a Facebook account? I, is that we, an individual thing, or is that across yes, the board? Yeah, it's for an individual sentences? thing. And we it would. Is. Our investigator is phenomenal, uh-huh. and he would go in and find the records. You know, they're all um, public access, ah, so he would determine that, and then we would go through and then report what we could find. And if uh-huh. it was something significant where we saw, you know, you can see like if a predator has young girls or young boys as friends. Uh-huh. We could even report it. Go, we would go so far as to report it to the probation um, officers in that area. Interesting. Now, are you still doing that? When we have time, we do. It's, uh-huh. you know, it's one of those things where this took off. So now we're trying to, we don't want to do anything small. So in between stings and working with the um, education department we're working with, mm-hmm. we will also try and do those things. I see. Okay. So uh, give me an idea now where we go from here. What, what did you move to next? Then, then we moved to um, Chris Hansen decided he was going to put together a show called Hansen vs. Predator, which was along the same lines. And he contacted our um, investigator and said, I'm interested in this would you be interested? And he reached out to a few of us that had um, worked with him before that he knew worked really well together. Mm-hmm. And so we all got together and um, hashed out protocol and how we envisioned seeing this go differently, um, you know, with the same objective as, as previously, but maintaining um, – more of a professional, like we don't post the chats that we see. We don't um, share a whole lot of information other than who the um, predator was and the sentencing. Okay, now I'm I'm not following what is going on here. So uh, you're looking at what kind of like sexual violation cases or human trafficking cases? What what are you looking at? You know, these are actual just undercover stings. So what we do with him for, for his thing is we, he lines up law enforcement agencies that want to work with him. Uh-huh. And, so, and then if we don't have that, we introduce ourselves to law enforcement agencies that want to work with just us. Mm-hmm. And what we do is some of us create accounts and we um, are decoys. So we pretend oh. to be children online. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I see. So, like, so I, kind of I will like be a, a 13-year-old girl kind of, online. Uh-huh. And then so we go into different different places, and it can be. And here's the scary thing, Opal: it can be anywhere. Mm-hmm. We found that I went into um, a social media thing that was completely anonymous. You don't need an email account. All you do is you any thought that you have in your head, you type it out and you post it. But people in your area can find you, or, or they can message you to see if you want to talk. Mm-hmm. And so we found that one to be very um, 
heavily trafficked. Okay. Because when I went on, I posted a picture, and I think I wrote something like, I wish I had um, money to do all the things I see on Pinterest. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And I had man after man messaging me, how old are you? Mm-hmm. And I would say, I'm 13. And some would say, you're too young, and they would stop. Some mm-hmm. would continue talking. Some would send their cell phones. And so we go from there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, okay, what is this person looking for? And we let them do the talking. And eventually, if we find out that they want to um, meet the, the, who they think is a child for sex, then that's when they come and they find law enforcement waiting for them. Okay, so let me uh, back up and clarify a couple of things here for our audience. First of all, uh, Donna, are you a private investigator or are people of your team private investigators? No, we're just civilians. Okay, but you are, what I, what I don't want is the public all setting up to do this because no, what we need to explain here is there are very serious protocols right. when you work with law enforcement that no, you have to follow. We're trained to do these mm-hmm. things. We, we took courses online, so we, we're trained to do it. We're just not private investigators. Um, okay. And what we do, we, we have a relationship with that law enforcement, but the protocols are very strict. And mm-hmm. we do see people saying, oh, I want to do this. It's not as cut and dry as I make it sound because I'm not, I'm not willing to share all of our protocols and mm-hmm. all of our in-house what we do. Mm-hmm. Because we don't want people imitating it, and we also don't want to tip off any uh, predator that may be listening as to what, how we do the things that we do. Right. But I, I that really I think is one of the most important. Not do this. There are a ton of predators out there. Yes. But this is not something, for one, it is something that is very mentally draining mm-hmm. and emotionally taxing. Yes. One of the things I really want to stress to the listeners today is that Donna and this organization is doing this contractually with law enforcement. This is not just a group of housewives that have decided they're going to go out and find a predator and then try to turn them over to the police. These people are extremely well trained. They're experienced. They have backgrounds. They have relationships with law enforcement because any time that you work with law enforcement, you have to follow protocol. Absolute. Because if these cases are not followed by protocol, you can't get them through court and law enforcement won't touch them. So I just want to really stress what uh, Donna is talking about here is these people are professionals. They do this as part of their training and their relationships and and, uh, interactions, and they do it in a way that they can make a case. Is that correct, Donna? That's absolutely correct. We meet with the district attorneys of every... um, law enforcement agency we work with. We mm-hmm. find out what is acceptable by them. We then share our protocol. Mm-hmm. We work it together so that when we go in, there's not a, a question that mm-hmm. anything we did was out of, um, out of line. There's, mm-hmm. When we do these things, most of the time, in fact, this last thing, not one person fought this in court. Good. Because good, our good, protocol good. is so solid, and we work mm-hmm. so well with law enforcement. But, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and I understand people's, you know, 
inherent need to say, I want to help and I can do this. Right. And on the outside, it does look that way. But to be honest, on the inside, it is not that way. There's many hours. Yes, many, I know. Many, <laughs> I many hours. Boy, I I'm, get it, you know. Hey, we're coming yeah. up against a hard break here, so I'm going to cut in on you, and we'll get back to this in a couple of minutes as we go through our break. This uh, show is brought to you each week by Million Kids. We thank you so much for following. Hey, do you know that this show is archived at exploitedcrimes.com? And if you want to share this show with all your friends, it's on there. It's on there for probably perpetuity. I can't promise that. Anyway, go to exploitedcrimes.com, look up this episode for this date, and you can share that with everybody you know. In fact, you can, if you run your own website, can actually get an embed code of this show. There's no charge for it. And you can share this show all over the world right on your own Facebook site. We thank each and every one of you that contact us and let us know who you are and how you're affected by this show and what is happening. And all the people that actually write in and tell us if they have a situation that needs to be reported. Okay, we're up against this break here, folks. We're going to ask you to stay with us, and we're going to be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest-growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. BMW of Riverside. There's no place like it. From the moment you step into our showroom, you are transported to a world where our professional staff is dedicated to delivering the ultimate in customer care and service. We understand that each individual has their own driving needs. So whether it's your first BMW or your fifth BMW, we consistently deliver the ultimate in customer satisfaction. Visit BMW of Riverside at the Adam Street exit off the 91 freeway or online at BMWofRiverside.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to exploited crimes against humanity if you have a question or comment please send an email to opal at millionkids.org that's o-p-a-l at millionkids.org now back to exploited 
Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. My name is Opal Singleton. I am the host of this show. And as you know, this show is brought to you by me and kids. We are the training and outreach coordinator for the Riverside County. That is Riverside County, California in beautiful Southern California. And it is a gorgeous day. Anyway, we are the training and outreach coordinator for the Riverside County Anti-Human Trafficking Task Force. We go out, we've trained well over 100 thousand people now all about human trafficking, social media, sextortion, and child pornography. Well, we have an interesting guest today, and I'm really, really excited. Her name is Donna Staples, and she's part of a group called Tetrad Core. And they started, they got their start, in case you're just jumping in on this, working with Chris Hansen in the uh, Dateline to Catch a Predator. They took that to helping uh, law enforcement and they have a law enforcement relationship and I really want to stress this. We don't want all of you out there doing this on your own kind of homegrown. These people are trained experts. They have worked with law enforcement. They're contracted with law enforcement. They conduct reverse stings, meaning just like catch a predator and those are not easy to conduct, believe it or not. It isn't as simple as just catching somebody. This has to be done in such a way that it will hold up and court and that law enforcement will accept that case and that they can actually go out and get a predator and make a case that will stick in court. So all of this requires a great deal of protocol and discipline to make this happen. So Donna, you were telling us that you're setting up these reverse stings now on the internet. Give me the whole background of what that looks like, how you do it, who you find, what's it all about? Well, we don't target any specific. When we go into seeing, we never know who we're going to meet or what we're going to find. And, and we there's some weirdos. <laughs> yeah, we, we expect that. And sometimes I'll tell you, no matter how much I've done this, I get blown away by the people that you see. <laughs> and I know that sometimes we think, okay, it's the person in the basement, you know, the, the hermit that stays away, that one creepy person. And oftentimes it's not. Yeah, and that's what makes it so dangerous, is that yeah. these people are often wealthy, educated, um, in family situations, and they don't look like somebody who would say the things to a 13-year-old that no 13-year-old should hear. That's right. And so we went in, and um, this last time we worked, we... Uh, we caught guys that were from the age of 19 to 64. Right. And the 64-year-old, the decoy that uh, met him, he was also a distributor of child porn. Mm -hmm. He he sent some to her. And so, again, we didn't reach out looking for a child pornographer. However, this person found her. Mm-hmm. And so when we do things, we collaborate with, with the law enforcement agency we're going to work with. Mm-hmm. We find out what the laws are because each county has different laws right. when it comes to, to um, online uh, pedophilia, you know, talking to young kids, what they send. So we look and ask the DA, okay, what are your biggest um, laws? What things will help, you know, do we look for? Mm-hmm. So then we set up our ages. 
and we set up how, we, how we're going to go in, and then we pick different um, apps, things mm-hmm. that we may hear our kids using or right. things we may read off of your website. Mm-hmm. And we'll go in, and we'll just be who we are. Mm-hmm. And so I can give you an example. Like I said, I, I used the, the app Whisper, and mm-hmm. I had several men contact me. And they would then either push me over to the app called Kick, mm-hmm. because that disappears eventually, or they would um, give me their cell phone numbers. Mm-hmm. Now, then they would also spoof their cell phone numbers so they weren't actually their real cell phone numbers. So then we would get as much information as we can. We give it to our investigator, Will, who is, I can't say enough about him. He is phenomenal because mm-hmm. he can find people that really work hard to not be found. Mm-hmm. And that's the important part is IDing these people. And the one thing we make sure we don't do, and this is what I want to explain again to the audience, we understand that this is a horrible crime. We also understand that there's a secondary victim because these people have families. That's and right. And these families do not know what these men are doing mm-hmm. most times. And we want mm-hmm. to make sure that we are not harming them any more than what's going to be harmed when they find out what their loved one is doing, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So we I, are not, let, me, let me just stop you on that, Donna. I so much appreciate this because, um, you know, it's very easy to be an activist and just kind of do a broad swath of this deal, you know. Yeah. But these are people's lives. These people have children. They have parents. Now, I'm, I mean, they have uh, wives and, and husbands. There are, there are women uh, child pornographers out there. And, uh, you know, one of the things that you have to be very careful of, and this is the reason why I stress these people, Tetrad, are professionals that do this legally within the state of the law. Because if you go out there as an individual and you try this on your own and you get the wrong person and you're wrong, you can be sued and lose everything you own because that's slander. Yes. And it's it's hard enough for them to face this. We, don't, we do not believe in shaming. And we've seen some of the shows on YouTube where these people will go out, they'll attempt to do what we do, but they do it in such a way that that is not our protocol. We would never, ever do a sloppy job like we've seen on YouTube. Yes, and we see I them humiliate you. these people. And then their families are out there. You know, the Internet has no secrets. So mm-hmm. once these men are identified, then they're finding their wives their children, their grandchildren. And mm-hmm. that has to be horrifying. Yes. And I think and it's undignified. Let me, uh, let me kind of uh, do a little, and oh, goodness, I forgot to shut my house phone off. <laughs> 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 let, me, let me do a little uh, kind of, uh, uh, I don't know, exhortation, if, I, if you will, a minute. What we're talking about here are people that are conducting uh, what we call sextortion or, or they're doing child pornography, uh, if that's not clear to our audience. In other words, they're either people that are trying to uh, meet up with a young kid, get photos of them so that they can blackmail them, photos that they can put out and uh, uh, sell to other perpetrators. Uh, or, in many cases, they're looking to meet up and have sex with a minor. Uh, or, 
you know, a wide variety of other subjects. And and so we want to understand it is possible that they're child pornographers and they want to get these photos and sell them down in the dark web. So, you know, the families, what she's referring to is the families will have no idea what this perpetrator is doing. So what we do is we make sure that we consider the families. We understand that they are going to be hurt. So we limit what we do. Our scope is just about the person. Yes, we find out about their families, but we don't put anything out there. That's why on our website, people always say, we want to see the chat logs. We want to read what they wrote you. We're never going to do that because we are considering the families. And we really, this is our protocol. We're not here to embarrass. We are here to do a job. And that job is to help law enforcement keep the Internet safe from online predators. And so if we can get me, one mm-hmm, go ahead if we can get one put away, we get one, and okay. the one thing we do say though is when when we get these predators, this is not the first time they talked, and this may not be the first girl they reached out to and one one man I was speaking to, I knew he was talking to other girls because we could see it on um different media things he used, mm-hmm. and because once we identified him, it was easy to follow what he did. Mm-hmm. And so our fear was he's gonna he's talking to somebody real. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm probably the only adult. Every other girl is probably young. Mm-hmm. And so we need to make sure that they can we can get them offline before they actually have the potential to harm somebody. Yeah, I want to go back to the person that they're uh, tracking here, the person that they're finding on the Internet. We we acknowledge that we want to do this legally and that we want to protect their families, and we want to make sure we're right. The last thing we want to do is uh, ensnare someone who is innocent. Having said that, I want to go back to what Donna is saying and say that we – I this segment, and we're coming up against a break shortly, and we'll go into it the next segment, but these people are people that live amongst you. They are not the monsters that you're thinking is going to, you know, look like an absolute monster. I have been tracking child pornographers now for probably six years, and of course, I understand that I'm doing this from public record, and the headline never says, Ditch Digger is picked up for child pornography. The headline says, you know, school superintendent is picked up for child pornography. But it is, so I get that the numbers and the tracking that I do is biased based on public record. However, it's really always amazing to me that 40% of the people that's announced in the paper are related to a school. Now, these are people you're going to trust. It might be as simple as a school aide, but sometimes it's a school board member or a school superintendent, the sports coach, a teacher, a history teacher. It's amazing to me the number of these people that are not only related to schools, but pastors, pediatrician, and policemen. Yes, sometimes it's policemen. So as Donna is saying, what we want to point out here is they are amongst us. And, you know, how do you find them? And that's why I admire what Donna is doing and the rest of Tetracor is doing here. Now, they're doing it legally and they're assisting. And one of the reasons that's so important to me is law enforcement has so many of these cases, it is very difficult for them to be able to process it all. Well, we're up against that break, folks. So we're going to ask you to stay with us. Be sure and share this show with everyone you know. And if you'll stay with us... We'll be right back. 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. BMW of Riverside. There's no place like it. From the moment you step into our showroom, you are transported to a world where our professional staff is dedicated to delivering the ultimate in customer care and service. We understand that each individual has their own driving needs, so whether it's your first BMW or your fifth BMW, we consistently deliver the ultimate in customer satisfaction. Visit BMW of Riverside at the Adam Street exit off the 91 freeway or online at bmwofriverside.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to exploited crimes against humanity if you have a question or comment please send an email to opal at millionkids.org that's o-p-a-l at millionkids.org now back to exploited crimes against humanity here again is opal singleton Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. My name is Opal Singleton. This show is brought to you each week by Million Kids. And today we have a guest. For, her name is Donna Staples. She's with Tetrad Corps. And they are an organization that do uh, what we call reverse stings, undercover work supporting law enforcement. So let me give you a notice here, folks. Don't do this at home. But I thought you would like to know exactly how all of this works. Now, we're going to give you a heads up here. Donna is calling in from her work, and in about two or three minutes, a big bell is going to go off, so brace yourself, okay? We can't stop it, but I thought it was worth it for you all to hear about how all this happens. So, Donna, you're doing these reverse stings, and for our public audience here that might not understand, especially those people overseas, what Donna is doing is she has a contract, she works with law enforcement, or she has private parties that contract with her, and what they do is they go online and they will pretend to be a minor, and they attract people who are either 
pedophiles that are child pornographers or or someone who wants to meet up with someone. And they know how to do this, and they know how to do this in a way that they can make a legal case. Is that correct, what you're doing there? Yes. When we do stings, we never know who we're going to get. And like mm-hmm. I said, we never set up a, a sting where we are targeting, we don't target anybody. We go on. Whether we get anybody or, or not, we just create the, sting, the the decoys and we just work a sting. Okay, so Sadly, let me every, we Because mm-hmm. we don't target them, the sad thing is we always get somebody. And sometimes there'll be people who want to have sex. Some people want to have sex in and record it so that they can sell it. Mm-hmm. Some people want to record it to blackmail um, but the intention is always that each man that shows up at these, thing, at, at these things has the intention of having sex with a minor. So, Don, if you have a family whose child is being targeted and for whatever reason they're feeling like nobody's paying attention to it legally, uh, do you take private cases from individual families? We don't. We don't. we don't do okay. that. What we do is we recommend if they're not taking, um, if law enforcement isn't looking into it, which anymore, thankfully, isn't always the case, mm-hmm. we will contact people. We do have other contacts. Mm-hmm. Um, we did have to reach out last time to um, Homeland Security, mm-hmm. and we had to reach out to NCIS mm-hmm. because of who we were dealing with. So we all have different contacts in our areas, and we will never target a person. Yeah, I do the same thing here because I work with the Human Trafficking Task Force, but there is a safe group in Riverside for the DA's office. But truthfully, all of these people, first of all, a lot of law enforcement, and I'm not talking about our guys, I'm talking about small town cops, they're not, number one, prepared, and number two, they they maybe don't take it as serious as it is. And number right. three is so many of our agencies are so overloaded with this kind of thing. Uh, I mean, you know, I know that our own safe group here in Riverside County can barely take on one more case. This is happening in such big numbers, and, and so it's just so important for parents to understand how this is happening so that you can educate your kids. And, you know, and that's why I go into schools and educate. Yes, we, we do the same. And Uh we've, I've spoken at schools. I know our investigator has spoken at schools and I know our other DK, uh, decoy Kelsey has gone into uh, different areas in her town to speak. So Uh not even just, schools in local places where there are like mommy and me things or where mothers get together for uh, group networking Mm -hmm. because we have to educate the parents. And the one thing parents do not like to hear is there's no need for your 10 year old to have a cell phone with internet access. Mm -hmm. There is no need. Sometimes we, we open the door for these strangers to come in our home. No kidding. So we tell them, you know what? Your kid does not need a, a computer in his room. Keep it in a high-traffic area. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you how many times a man has sent me a picture, a nude picture of him. I just turn on my computer, and you don't even have to ask, and you're getting inundated with nudes. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, for me, I'm like, wow. And I'm Mm -hmm. a grown woman, but these people, you know, it's fast, and that's just not what we want our children to see. And these, 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 um, Pedophile networks are substantially big. 
Oh, they and are. They let, me, have- let, me take, let me take a second there and tell our audience that we just had a case on our Facebook page on me and kids where they were targeting prepubescent teens. Now, why why a prepubescent teen is girl is allowed in a video chat room by herself, I'm not sure. But there were a ring of six guys in six different states, and these kids all thought they were sending naked photos of themselves being lured in by these men thinking that they were a young guy that was hot to them. And uh, and there were six different guys, and not one of these kids understood they were talking to six different men. So that's why what you do is so important, right? And and it's scary because they don't. And I when I give my talks, I always tell these kids, you think you know who you're talking to, but I got to tell you, every man I talk to believed they were talking to a 13 year old girl, right? And I said, here I am. I said, if any of those cases had gone up to trial and I had to testify, which we didn't because our evidence is solid, because Mm -hmm. we follow strict protocol with the DA and the law enforcement agency we're working with, but had I had to testify, I think every person that thought I was a 13-year-old girl would just flip Mm -hmm. when they saw me come in. Sure. Because it's such a different thing. And I said, if I can do that, what do you think they're doing? Oh, absolutely. It's easy to be anybody online. Oh, it is. It's just amazing the impact that that the Internet has on our psyche. Uh, One of of the questions I have, you mentioned that you were on Whisper. Uh, Do you do most of your work through apps or do you get into online gaming chat rooms? I'm trying to work on it. Um, gaming chat rooms, I mm-hmm. just have to learn how to play the games. But uh-huh. my husband actually told me, he said, you know, I was online doing something, and all of a sudden I got the weirdest message. And we looked, and I said, yeah, because they can contact you from there. Uh-huh. Even things as simple as it's not even just apps. If you go into the Disney website, if you go mm-hmm. into Nickelodeon, any kid, and I'm talking prepubescent kids, websites, they're going to have um, pedophiles that are trying to chat with the kids. Mm-hmm. And we know that because when we, were, we used to work with, um, with a group that had um, pedophile uh, forums that they would monitor. Mm-hmm. And we would see that these men had ages of attraction, and they would share their information. For example, they would say, okay, a, a certain young, con- uh, young person's concert is going to be at... Riverside Auditorium, so mm-hmm. that if anybody was in that area, they were giving them the heads up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it is the tip of the iceberg what we do. Interesting. And there is, you know, for, for every step we take, there's always somebody there. For every person we remove off the Internet, there's two people waiting for that spot. Right. So it's I, really up to parents to be vigilant. And it's okay to tell your children, no, you don't need those apps. It's okay to give a, a, a child, especially one under 12, give them a, give them a flip phone. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're worried about them not having, you know, not being able to reach you, give them an old phone. Mm-hmm. But these smartphones are dangerous when mm-hmm. in the hands of a young person. And when you think that, that you've taught them everything, you know, they're still susceptible. Because yes. kids aren't always going to be, you know, forthcoming with information. And these men that groom are fabulous at it. You I know, one assumed- of one of the uh, one of the studies that I saw is in case after case, once a kid gets snagged by a 
by a pedophile where they've already given the first photo, that they're so afraid of the rejection of the parent that they'll keep feeding the pedophile more photos in the hopes that they don't ever have to tell their folks. And, of yeah. course, that that is just the opposite. It just gets worse and worse and worse until your child is owned by that pedophile. Yes. And they know, and they know how to do it. And they, the grooming techniques are always different. You know, some just try and be that Captain Hero kind of person, and some are meticulous, and they take their time, but they know, and they seek what is it that, that, you know, that girl needs, and that's the need I'm going to feel for her. Mm -hmm. And as an adult, I can see it, but yet when I knew that the person I was talking to expected me to text at a certain time, now I have a family, but I made sure... I was texting at that time. Sure. And I would clear things and I thought, my God, I've been groomed. Mm-hmm. I need to do this. <laughs> and that, and I said, whoa, I think I need a day off because I'm not doing this. And, but it's, if an adult, if that can happen to an adult, uh-huh. for children, it's so much more. Because at this point, as teenagers, you're wanting that acceptance. You're wanting to be made to feel special. And, you know, you go, they go to high school and they may be struggling in areas and here these guys fill that need. Oh, it's absolutely true. You know, I always say that the Internet is like this huge fantasy relationship and kids feel like what they do on there, it's okay because it's not in a real world. And even adults, I mean, you find yourself sitting behind a computer, you will say and send things you would never normally do in person. And you deny your normal instincts, you overcome your natural inhibitions. And I always say that's the only explanation for Anthony Weiner. Okay. Yes. <laughs> it's because I mean, he got caught. I mean, he's a serial being caught, you know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's an <laughs> it's like interesting at what point are you going to stop? <laughs> I know. I mean, how many times do you have to get caught? But well, they finally got I him know. off the street in prison. <laughs> but that's what people do on the internet. Adults do it and kids do it. And it's a crazy world we live in. We are up against our break here, folks. So we're going to ask you to stay with us and uh, and be sure and share this show if every chance you get. We appreciate it. Write to us at Opal at Me and Kids. We appreciate your comments. We're up against that break. We're going to be right back. Thanks. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. 
Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. BMW of Riverside. There's no place like it. From the moment you step into our showroom, you are transported to a world where our professional staff is dedicated to delivering the ultimate in customer care and service. We understand that each individual has their own driving needs. So whether it's your first BMW or your fifth BMW, we consistently deliver the ultimate in customer satisfaction. Visit BMW of Riverside at the Adam Street exit off the 91 freeway or online at BMWofRiverside.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to exploited crimes against humanity if you have a question or comment please send an email to opal at millionkids.org that's o-p-a-l at millionkids.org now back to exploited crimes against humanity here again is opal singleton hello and welcome back to exploited crimes against humanity My name is Opal Singleton. I am the host of this show. We come to you every week at 7 a.m., except for this week, because we're on 7 a.m., but this is pre-recorded. That's because I have a prayer commitment. But normally, this is live, and normally you can call in. Anyway, this show is archived at exploitedcrimes.com. I hope that you will share it with everyone. We have a great guest today. Her name is Donna Staples. She's with Tetrad Corps, and they're an organization that conducts professional reverse stings on the Internet, Like, and they started with To Catch a Predator, and now their organization does this with law enforcement all across the nation, and she's telling us some of her inside secrets here. So, Donna, uh, keep going. Tell us anything you want us to know in this last segment. (laughs) Okay. So one thing that we want you to know is if you're interested in looking at the educational part of what we're doing, we also are aligning ourselves with a group um, that go into schools, local schools in the Southern California area, but I believe they're also extending out uh, nationwide, and they create different types of curriculum for uh, grades K through 12. And Mm -hmm. it can be math or English or whatever, but they've reached out to us and want to collaborate to create Mm -hmm. a curriculum to teach online safety. So that's Mm going to be a new venture for us because we want to, we, we recognize pedophiles and predators are not going to go away. So the mm-hmm. best way to, to help um, keep kids safe is to educate them on what can happen. So if you go to our website at tetracore.com, you mm-hmm. can read about the educational parts and the steps that we're taking. We, you can also find us on Facebook at Tetracore. Mm-hmm. And give us a like if you if you want, and we try and keep things up. We don't post when we're going to do things because that doesn't help. <laughs> um, we don't do we don't share a whole lot of those things, um, but we do try and get across things that we might be finding. Uh-huh. You know, when we 
when we're contacted by law enforcement, we don't share that. You know, there's a lot of things we don't do. People see us for what we do with Hanson versus Predator, which working with Chris Hanson is nice, but Mm -hmm. that's one small aspect of what we do. And that's the important, that's what makes us different is that's a small part. But our main focus is the education and it is the um, teaching parents, you know, parent workshops at schools. I've done a parent workshop. I will speak anywhere in Southern California I can on the dangers of, of online pedophilia. Um, right. I know that our investigator has done the um, East Coast and the, you know, the South part. And I know, you know, we just, some of our speakers are, we're all over the place. Mm-hmm. And our goal is educate any way Good. that we can. Okay. And, so and, uh, especially I would think if you're a private school, that would be very, very important for you to be able to do it uh, because you can approve the curriculum very quickly and, and get it implemented. But certainly being able to set up assemblies and uh, public appearance symposiums and that kind of thing. And the cool part is you're a national organization, and this is a national – actually, it's an international show. And so uh, you do have people that can go out, and I do know we have uh, – Listeners back east, I hear from them regularly, uh, especially up in New York is a, a common one up in that area. So we appreciate it. Uh, if uh, you, again, uh, Donna, give us how they reach you for that, if they want to do that. They can email us at um, touchacore at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And that's T-E-T-R-A-D, T-E-T, yeah. like Tom Edward Tom, R-A-D, David, Tetradcore. Yes, uh-huh. and they can find us on Facebook at the same mm-hmm. place at TetraCore. Okay, so in what you do, uh, are there any particular apps that you think are more easily used for recruiting uh, that that really you think are apps that kids really ought to stay away from? Yes, oh, well, um, Instagram, Snapchat. It, all the popular <laughs> ones. I hate Snapchat. And because you put yourself out there and there's so much access. Yep. And so those are the popular ones that the kids seem to be using. Uh-huh. And it's okay if you're aware and you don't, you know, any kid, I always tell kids, if you have a thousand friends on Facebook, you may uh-huh. want to clean up your Facebook. Nobody knows a thousand people. If you're a group or an organization, that might be one thing. But you don't have a 1,000 friends. But once you add one and then you're adding somebody because somebody knows somebody, you're inviting those strangers to look at your pictures. You're inviting people into your life that you would not normally – you're inviting them into your home. Right. And you would not normally do something like that. I was saying, I often say that in my presentations, you take an app like Musical.ly where they encourage you to have 75,000 followers so you can be the next Katy Perry and be discovered. If only 1% of 75,000 followers are pedophiles, just think about taking your little 11-year-old daughter and walking her through a room with 750 pedophiles and letting her get acquainted. That's exactly what you're doing. And and it's there. And I don't know... I don't know where the the break is between what a parent, you know, recognizes that, okay, yes, I'll keep my kid off of Facebook. I'll keep them off of this. That will protect them. But I'm going to let them do A, B, and C. <clears throat> Pedophiles will find a way. 
Mm-hmm. It's really just you- come down to preparing your children to understand yeah. don't be low-hanging fruit. When I got, I was in a school at 7 a.m. yesterday, and uh, we talked about don't be low-hanging fruit. These guys are looking for availability and vulnerability. So don't be available and don't be vulnerable. You know, exactly. know who you are, what you stand for. I always tell our kids, I want them so tough, they look at these guys in the eye and tell them to flip off or some other less Christian term i don't care what they use okay exactly just don't be low-hanging fruit and i believe that that's a dialogue that you have to start with with parents you do and you have to recognize parents they're not going to tell you everything so (laughs) don't accept what is what is just given to you fight more and if you feel like you need to add um key codes or anything onto your internet plan if you're if your child has to have the internet, uh-huh. add, you know you, there are programs out there that will allow you to see who your child's um, conversing with. Well, that's good. We are coming to the end of this show, folks. I want to t- thank Donna Staples from Tetran for being on with us today. We really, really appreciate it. This is a very serious issue. I see cases like this all week long in my business working with the task force and I can tell you that we must take this on. We thank you each and every one for following us this week. Be sure and share the show with everyone you can know. You can access this show at exploitedcrimes.com for the for the archived part of it. Be sure and follow me and kids on Facebook and I want to take a minute out there to thank each and every donor that makes this possible. It is our absolute desire to educate people all over the world for free at no cost to be able to provide them right now more than 50 hours of free training on this subject and we are able to do it because of the generosity of supporters just like yourself you can donate to the show if you want and to our organization we are a 501c3 nonprofit you can do that by going to www.meandkids.org and hitting the button donate Donna Staples from Tetrad, we appreciate you being on with us today, and I thank each and every one of you for listening. We will see you next week. Thank you for tuning in this week to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Please join your host, Opal Singleton, for another edition next Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll have another important discussion next week.